topic that I was thinking about, um, kind of talking about tonight was, uh, the topic of grit, mm-hmm. topic of grit, hardships, and just kind of, um, having that mentality to get over something that, um, most people find it difficult to get over. Sometimes people can get over it. Sometimes people, um, you know, sometimes people give up failure. Right. Um, let's just open up with, with that. Well, I mean, yeah, like I think too, I mean, when we always talk about, honestly, about people who are super successful and they've done great things, it's like they have to have something underneath all of that, that makes them drive, that makes them tick, that makes them go. Whether that is some guy saying, you know what, my dad didn't retire till he was 76 and I don't want that for me. Or whether that's me saying, you know what, I got overlooked my entire life. I want to prove to people this. That's a grit factor that a lot of people, successful people have that a lot of people um, don't see. And I know you have it in areas of your life. I know I have it in mine as well of like whether that's me in collegiate sports, whether that's you uh, from collegiate sports as well or your career. It's like people don't understand those small nuggets people might say to you on a day-to-day basis underneath everything else motivates the hell out of you mm-hmm. with what you want to do in the next step. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, just to kind of keep diving, like, I mean, we, I always talk about, you know, my journey, you know, being to walk on all that stuff. It's like, hey, I had so, so many moments where people kind of, I got overlooked that in football and people trying to dictate where I should do and where I should transfer and where, you know, that's been my, a lot of my life. And the last two years, people are like, man, how, how are you out here running? How are you out here grinding? And all this like, man, because I have a, there's a grit underneath that. It's, it's a, it's a kind of a thing to try to prove something, hmm. you know, people like that. And, you know, what we're going through even right now in our careers, whatever, it's still, that's what's still keeping us there is that drive. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you this, bro. There's a lot of different things that have happened in my life where not many people know about. And from the outside looking in through social media, through maybe lunches with friends or whatever it may be, it seems like I'm doing great. But I'd be I'd be willing to bet that if any that if the majority of people kind of went through some of the hardships that I kind of went through, whether it was in sports or whether it was in my career or in music or whatever it may be, I don't necessarily think that many people would get over that or whatever. So I guess my question is like, what do you think true grit? in hardships like getting over something like that where does that come from because if i were to answer that question i would probably say um for me i think it comes from kind of where you were raised how you were raised yeah 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 it 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 stems from kind of a lot of your background and your atmosphere where basically it's like you know if you're a person who you grow up in an environment of competitiveness and winning and all that and you had setbacks or something in your childhood where maybe you didn't get that win or maybe you didn't make that shot and you felt the animosity from that. Right. If that starts at a third or fourth, third or fourth grade, seven or eight year old age, that is a seed planet for life to where it's like you've grown up in an environment where it's like, you know what, whatever I did right there is not okay. Even that, if, if that's an academics. Like, I, you know, if, if you've got a 60 something on a test, are you in the environment where it's like, ah, uh, we'll see, and it's all good? Or were you in the environment where people are like, hey, that's unacceptable? Yeah. You know? And that kind of stems that grit seed. You know, I know that was like that for me, you know, and even for yeah. you as well. But it just depends on kind of that background, I would definitely say. 
Yeah, I agree with that, man. Another thing that I would probably add to that is you sometimes learn grit and getting getting over, you know, tough times by also the people who you're around. If you're Mm -hmm. around people that has gone through hard times and you're hearing their story and you're seeing what they went through, it gives you hope. It gives you a future. It gives you almost a purpose of like, hold on, this dude went through this. And got to hear, bro, think of any successful person in the world. I'm dead serious, bro. Even the people who have, seems like they got success overnight, which is not true, by the way. Nobody gets successful overnight. But think of any successful person in the world. They have also probably been through more failures than anybody Anybody. has. Anybody, absolutely, 100%. And with that, bro, if you are surrounding yourself with people like that, you will learn it's a muscle. You will it's learn. Muscle, it will grow. That muscle of getting over stuff, that muscle of, you know, fighting through those hard times, going through obstacles, you will learn how to get over that. And if you're because around people it, that are weak-minded, go ahead. No, so don't me interrupt you, but think about it. Me and you all the time, have we developed in our career so far of how to be okay with the seventh option. You know, mm. option, option number one's done. Option number two sucks. Option number three, the person fell through. Option number four, the person didn't show up. Option number five. That guy didn't get mm. me back. Option number mm. six, I can't get that. So now option number seven, I have to either do it myself and get a couple other interns to help, but this will, this this is what I have to do. And I'm going to have to thrive in that. Mm. And that sometimes, and sometimes people can be, when they get that sixth option, they're like, you know, I'm done. Give you know, it up. Like, giving up. But it's like, you have to understand that 10th option, you still have to make it happen. And you brought up a thing of knowing by experience. I think you have to I always say we always pray about this stuff, but I want to learn by you know revelation, not tribul, not by tribulation. You know, what I'm saying mm. I'm gonna learn by seeing the example, and maybe I can learn by not the experience. Huh. You know, what I'm saying huh. that it's good. It's good to maybe learn by the experience sometimes, which we all have. But sometimes it's good just to say, okay, I'm observing here. I'm in, I'm learning by the revelation here that I got from that. I'm not gonna go through the tribulation that kind of you know got me now i'm in the situation i have to claw my way out which is okay but it's better to learn by revelation yeah hey if anybody listening to this right now knows david and i we're rolling we're we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're deep in it now so let's talk about you hit two great points you you talked about the seventh eighth option i want to hit on that first but i also want to hit on the point of Going through revelation, learning something through revelation and tribulation. Let's talk about the first thing, seventh or eighth option. Um, I don't know if anybody um, listening knows or um, whatever, but I am raising money for cancer right now. It's a competition, and the title for um, the winner of this competition is Man of the Year. So I'm doing it for about five weeks. I have five weeks left, and my goal is to raise the most money, and every dollar I raise goes to this cancer organization. It's a great cause. So I'm doing events. And one of the events that I've been doing is um, is uh, a worship night. And the goal for the worship night was to bring musicians to a, a, a local church in Wichita, Kansas. That's where I'm from. I live here in Wichita, Kansas. And to bring about 10, 11, 12 different musicians and from a lot of different churches and then just have an awesome night of, of music and testimonies and things like that. Anyways, whenever that – you said what? It was an incredible event, by the way, but go ahead. Sorry. Thank you, brother. I truly appreciate that, man. So I truly believe that a lot of people during that event didn't believe that I'd be able to pull it off. I only had truly 12 days to pull it off. And David, this goes back to your sixth, seventh, eighth option. The amount of musicians that told me, hey, Faye, 
don't think I can do it. Or the musician that said, Faye, I'm all in. That sounds great. Four days later, four, four days before our, our worship night, Fayola, I'm so sorry. Something came up. And inside of me, man, I'm just like, I'm effing pissed off. Right. I can't. Right. But you know what? I just told myself, you know what? Okay. Hey, can you text three or four other bass guitarists? Or can mm-hmm. you find something else? And David, the amount of different times that people said, I can't do it, and I would have to whatever. Dude, I think God orchestrated the probably the most perfect band that night. Amidst right. everybody saying, I'm not going to be able, I'm not going to. Bro, if you don't have that seventh, eighth option mentality, sometimes God wants you to have that seventh, eighth option mentality because that might be the best option. You, ooh, wow. Hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Okay. Your, your ahead, option one <laughs> might not be God's option one. Your option seven or eight might be God's option one, and that might be the best situation for and you. See, the thing that's scary about that is that what, think about the people who, who who throw in the towel after the third one. Mm. And they throw in the towel at the third one, and all of a sudden it's like, man, you, what did I have on number six? Because number six was probably the destiny. I pray all the time. I'm saying, hey, I want to bring somebody to me that number one holds my destiny, but number two, you know, bless me to have the 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 muscle to persevere. You know, because mm. it's like there's so many times. I mean, me being in the entrepreneur world, um, it, it's all the time. It's like it's survival of the fish. Every day you have to hit a three to survive. Okay, but if you get in the mentality, if you're hitting a three every single day. Now, I'm not saying hitting a three is impossible, but it's hard to do. But if you're hitting threes every day, you're doing something successful, right? Mm. So the thing is, is that I had to stay, we both had to stay in that. It's almost like building callus on your hand when you're lifting weights. You know, <laughs> at first you'd be having the blisters and also now you have calluses to where the bar doesn't hurt anymore. It doesn't hurt on your back. It doesn't hurt on your hands because it's like, oh, you're building callus to it. It's the same with the perseverance factor. It's like, dude, after a while, it's like, you know what? I'm waking up today. You get you might get hit five times and be like, I'm mm. cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you're used to it. You know what I mean? You, 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 hit me, you, hit, you hit me all the time going, well, you know, you know, I, I think I slapped at least four or five times today. But, you know, you find a way to get over it. You know, and sometimes, bro, people getting slapped, it don't even affect them. They just turn the cheek and they just keep pushing, bro. Um and I'll be willing to bet that a lot of successful people, that's the way they are. No doesn't affect people. That's my prayer. I won't get to the I won't get to the point where no, it's just like it just flies off my off my arm. It's nothing. It just it just flies off, bro. I mean, and, and even look at to me with the stuff that me and you have done in the past and the stuff that I mean you still want to do. That's why I'm glad we're doing this podcast. But you know, from events in the past and to hosting different things and Missouri Governor's thing and just doing all that stuff together that God's ordering our steps in, you know. That stuff wasn't just thrown in our lap, you know what I'm saying? That 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 had to be that had to be orchestrated. That had to be we prayed about that. We we had got order our steps through that. We said what next steps do we need to take? We had to persevere through some things. We had to plan for those things, you know. And it's like a lot of times within those steps and the visual and stuff that we've done together, if we would have stopped, mm. you know, I don't know if, you know, if that if those things would have came to pass, you know. Mm. But yeah, man. 
So let's talk about, you said, you know, you'd rather have something come through you through revelations and revelations of tribulation. That is a phenomenal point. I think it's very accurate. I think everybody would probably much rather have that. Um, you learn through an experience of somebody else um, or through a vision instead of an actual experience of your own self. Um, because an actual experience of your own self could could be hurtful. It could be a failure, whether it's you have to bankrupt your company or whether you mm-hmm. lose somebody that you love. Like that is tough. You learn a lesson through it both ways, but that's tough. Do you think that learning through a tribulation, though, is probably the most effective way to learn well, through an experience? I, I, I think it's it's going to be you have to look at it in a certain circumstances. I think sometimes tribulation can can relate to business because business is never going to be perfect. So <clears throat> sometimes in business, you have to learn through experience. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You have, to, you have to learn through um, what happened and what we did wrong. We made the wrong investment. We made the wrong call. We got the wrong partner. We 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 judged their characteristics differently. That mm-hmm. can be learned through tribulation. But when you come to things like revelation, I think that's more tied to life. If I see four or five people walk through that door and they all get their arm chopped off, I'm not going to walk through that door. Okay, yeah. and I'm, I'm I'm relaying that to. You know, if I see this crowd of people getting into this tr- amount of trouble, I'm not going to try out that crowd. I can learn by revelation saying I'm good, you know, by seeing that. If I see other people or other scenarios where, man, this happened in this moment or, or like that, I can kind of observe that from the outside looking in and say, I think I'm good. I can learn from revelation, right? So I, in my opinion, I think revelation, you can learn that through life. And then tribulation, it's okay to learn that, whatever, which is through through business. Mm-hmm. So you can tell those things a little bit differently. That's kind of my mm-hmm. opinion on that. I totally agree with all that. I, I, I love that. One thing that I like talking about when it comes to failure, and this should be another podcast topic that we'll do in the future, but um, it's kind of weird, bro. I almost like to fail. It sounds really, really weird, but I almost look forward to messing up because a couple things. Number one, I know for a fact that I learned whenever mm-hmm. um, I did mess up. I know for a fact of, you know what? I messed up, but guess what's about to happen next time I do this? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I am about to change my whole process. I'm going to find a way to make that work. And But just um, to, clean, to, clean up, to clean up with you, what you said, though, a little bit when you said you're looking forward to fail, you're basically just saying, I'm looking at every situation as a positive outlook. Yeah. You're basically saying, hey, even though I did have this setback, there's still great things for a, for a greater setup. Exactly right. Exactly right. I don't do things to fail. Right. I don't want to plan an event. I don't want to host an event. I don't want to, you know, start a business to fail. But the second it does happen, boy, my positivity flies out the roof because I just know, all right, you know what? It's okay. Because you got to speak that into your life, man. You got to tell yourself that because if you fail and then stop, that's the true failure. (laughs) If that's that's the true failure, the failure isn't you failing. The failure is you stopping. It's you giving up. Right. Listen to what I just said, bro. The failure is not you messing up or you failing. The failure is you quitting and you giving up and you stop pursuing your dream. So from right there, when I fail, I don't look at it as a failure. I look at it as, okay, you know what? That's just a little bump. (laughs) Because guess what? I'm still projecting forward. I'm still going on and I'm still pursuing my dream. Come on. Come on. And you're not stopping. Because honestly, too, you know, 
you have to be careful too of of who you're relaying that message to, Mm. you know, of saying who has it and who does, because honestly, some people don't, don't have that. And I'm being real here. You know what I'm saying? Some people might want to say, Hey, look, I, I, you know, I'm good what I'm doing. You know what I mean? This is where I want to be at. So you have to find those individuals sometimes or find the people like, Hey, look, this is, we're like-minded on this topic. We're like-minded on this project. We're like-minded on this business venture like that. So, because I remember one friend told me, I was like, hey, not everybody wants to be a leader. Not everybody wants to do this, whatever. Not everybody wants to, whatever. You have to find the roles that fit in those, for sure. So, you know, with that point, when you say, hey, you look forward to the failing or you look forward to something like that, it's just having a positive outlook of saying, hey, look, man, it's a leadership mentality of like, hey, look, we had a setback today, right? But that setback's going to be a setup for something greater and something even greater in, 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 the, in the future, right? But some, But that's hard. Because mm-hmm. I read stuff all the, I read stuff all the time of things of you know, hey Ella DeGeneres, she she said that she was going to be the first woman stand up to be on the late night show Johnny Carson in the eighties, right? That was in nineteen seventy nine that she wrote that. She didn't get on the late night show until nineteen eighty six, eighty seven. Okay, what was happening in those seven or eight years? Anybody in that moment can say after the year three, hey man, the stand up stuff is not working. They <laughs> give it up. up. <laughs> they give up. You know? in the towel but she did it and that's so many stories it's like hey oprah gets fired at 24 as a reporter you know if she says you know what maybe tv is not for me man maybe it's not then the, Dave, we, what we you're just saying bro i think and and if anybody um is, is is listening to this right now david and i right now this is may 1st we recorded this aren't going through the best of times right now so the fact that this is our topic of we're talking about getting over stuff, we're applying it to our lives. Not like we're trying to preach or whatever, anybody, we're applying it to our lives. And um, that's a phenomenal point you just made, bro, because, I mean, I can be as real as possible on this on this podcast is that people know that um, I'm not going through um, a time right now where everything is just, you know, rainbows and, you know, and sunflowers, you know, everything yeah. ain't easy for me right now. But guess what? Life ain't always sunshine and rainbows, kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but dude, it's like that Oprah story, that that Ellen story. We hear those all the time, and those can be cliche, but those are facts. It's the thing of like, Faye, you have this dream. You have this goal. There are people that are rooting for you, and the same with you, Dave. And it's like you will hit these setbacks. You will get these no's. But, you know, for the past 20 minutes, we have talking about the seventh, eighth option to be able to have a no just rub off her, you know, our body and just be able to turn the other cheek and keep on rolling. And the true giving up, the true, the true failure is when you stop. The true failure, the true, you know, um, uh, you know, the worst point you want to be at is when you give up and when you quit. And um, yeah, man, that's that's a motivation thing for me, and hopefully a motivation piece to all the listeners out there. That's it for me, man. Yeah, I, I think this was great. And we're going to have so many more of these episodes diving more into, you know, this was about grit and work ethic and drive. And But, I mean, I can't wait to dive into more of, you know, the mindset of, you know, celebrities and, and, and top-notch businessmen and, and how they think and what their story is and how you can apply that and look at that as well, too. We're just mm. getting started. So this, this, was, this was a good start. All right, guys, thank you for listening. We're going to try and do this for about 20, 25-minute podcast. And, uh, 
Yeah, that's the first one, baby. We, we, got, we got it knocked yeah. out, Dave. Yes, sir. All right. Thanks, guys.